I'm Baz, and this is RuneQuest Year Zero. Just one more show, I think. This one's got nothing really to do with me. This is all on you guys. Uh, so many call-ins off the back of uh, the, the end of the main sequence of RuneQuest Year Zero. Um, I think I owe it to everybody to to give a right of response to the audience that I've built up over the past few weeks. So less from me this time and more from you and probably all the better for it. Thanks ever so much, everybody. Hi, Baz. Peter W here, a.k.a. Random Dice Roll. Back in 1980, I was just down the A12 from you picking up the GW Purple RQ2 box. I didn't put it down for nearly 20 years. Over the last year, I've enjoyed rediscovering it. Back in the day, there was almost nothing about RQ that was Glaranthan. RQ is now a better game for playing in Glaranthan than it has ever been. I don't know that makes it a better game, though. Mithras is slicker for the mechanical heft, and Pendragon is Chaosium's unsung hero of a system, in my opinion. RQ is probably Marmite. Love it or loathe it. As I love it, your idea to strip it down didn't resonate with me at all. There are plenty of systems with abstracted combat. I agree the starter set is trying to cover too many bases. I doubt that it will be the first pick for many newcomers to the hobby. But at the price point, it's excellent value and does set a gold standard there. Props to Chaosium. RQ is in good hands. So, I've enjoyed your thoughtful analysis. Thanks for giving it a go. Hi, Baz. It's Stephen. This is the end, so be prepared for multiple messages. I've got seven headings after listening to the podcast twice. Uh, first is RuneQuest versus Glorantha. You vacillate between these two terms continually, and so you're obviously confused in your head when you're looking and trying to assess both of these things. And obviously that means the starter set hasn't done a great job, but sometimes I'm not sure whether you're talking about Glorantha or talking about RuneQuest, and sometimes you're talking about both, and obviously they're linked but there is an awful lot of confusion there when you're looking at it. So what was this whole podcast about? Glorantha or RuneQuest? I feel that you've judged it on Glorantha, uh, but you're talking about the game, and the game isn't Glorantha, it's RuneQuest. <coughs> that confusion between Glorantha and RuneQuest is obviously core to a lot of the things you're talking about. You say you understand Glorantha better than ever before, and... Perhaps the last the, the last book, the book about Glorantha, should be the last book in any starter set that links into the, the wider game. But I do agree with you, the focus in the starter set should be on a smaller. So I really do agree with you that the focus of the game needs, of the starter set needs to be much smaller. And I do think that it does need to have that whole idea of introducing the setting. And you need the game as the, as the core of that. I think the starter set set should have shown how the game supports the setting and the hype that you get is all about the setting it's never been about the game i agree the game's probably a seven the setting is probably a nine or a ten that's what you need to think about <coughs> where i really disagree with you is your ideas of what RuneQuest should be in that starter set listening to all your ideas it sounds like you're suggesting we should just play pendragon Another fine Kyosium product, but not what I think a starter set for for RuneQuest should be. And this is a RuneQuest starter set. So I think they really need, do need to strip down, take away a lot of the extra bits and pieces, but get in that core. I think if I'm looking at RuneQuest, it means hit 
parry, sectional armour, hit locations, criticals. Those are all RuneQuest to me. Battle magic is RuneQuest to me. So keeping it to those core things would not have been a terrible idea. Really brings you right back to the second edition, the way it came out in the 1980s. You could have made it a lot cleaner and added a lot of extra bits and passions in, but really that's what all you needed to do, and you could do that really quickly. <coughs> I can understand some of the confusion you've got when you say that there's no focus on community, when that's a big thing. But cults are community, and cults are runes. If you're keeping community and runes in, you've got to keep cults. They're all there. They're not separable. You can't separate them out. So I think you're absolutely right to bring things down. But Kyosium made it difficult by giving everybody access to two magics right from the start. I think the solo quest should have been a 64-page document about character creation. Join a cult, make your connections, learn some magic, discover who your friends are, find out why others are enemies, learn how you learn skills and magic from people and how and how you get around these things. That could have been a really good, descriptive, wordy a document that sort of built up your character sheet and you could have filled in the character sheet as you went along. It'd be a great way to build a character and introduce you to the system alongside the setting. <coughs> Last one, I think, all of its skills. I agree, too many skills, but almost not enough. You do want skills, you do want differentiation. And the way I run it is I give each character, PC and NPC, three keywords, which I stole from HeroQuest, uh, so, for example, a character might be a native of Pavis, 50%, Initiative Orlands, 30%, Caravan Guard, 50%. I could have little call-out skills underneath those, all of which would be higher than the, than the keyword itself. But you could progress those skills, and if there's another skill you needed, find out where it is, and then you can progress that underneath the keyword. There's no need for all the skills to be everywhere, and that makes stat blocks for NPCs and monsters much easier. Then you just need the hit locations to go with them. That's all there is to it. Very simple to do. And it keeps the game the same as it is in the code book. <coughs> oh, I Baz. One more, one more, one more. It's all just to say that I've really enjoyed the podcast. I've had a great time listening to it. I've had an even better time sending messages in. First time I've ever done anything like this. And you've been very generous at playing all my messages. Uh, so I'm sorry for throwing out so many in the last one. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hey, Baz. Hyperlexic here again. Um, thank you so much for the whole series and appreciate you um, asking for some ideas. Um, I will kind of give my responses to your ideas uh, through um, the 21st century equivalent of one-minute answering machine messages. So this seems totally appropriate for two middle-aged guys communicating with each other. I think, first of all, just uh, let me see how far I can get on this one. Um, your idea of you know, a starter set by area. Um, I think I really like the concept in general. Um, I maybe have a basic thought that I think that a RuneQuest starter set is always going to be targeted to experienced gamers of one sort looking to come into Glorantha. But I think Robin Law's idea of, you know, showing off the core activity is, you know, a great organizing principle for the starter set. And I agree that starter set was probably pretty broadly focused. So more in a second. Hey, Baz, Hyperlexic, second message. Um, so, yeah, so I think uh, some areas I think that uh, I'd love to see starter sets in, um, you know, a Sartar tribe is an obvious one, like actually inside the tribe. I agree with you that Johnstown was, you know, overly broad. 
uh, similarly like kind of a Pavis rubble crawl, and maybe that'll be part of Robin Laws's Pavis set. Um, Prax, uh, I would love to see something in two big areas that aren't well covered so far, especially in RuneQuest itself, which are the Lunar Heartland and the Monotheistic West. Um, I would love to see kind of very focused starter sets in those areas. Um, now, I think maybe one question I'd ask is, well, you know, what's the difference between a starter set and sort of an area pack, right? Um, which you know, we have in lots of games. Um, and whether starter sets on these many areas would be marketable, saleable, who knows? <coughs> All right, hyperlexic message three for you. Uh, we will see if we can wrap up on this one. So I think one area that I would diverge from you some is the idea of having like a simpler game. Um, you know, I just think that the scale of uh, Chaosium, that's just not sustainable. Um, you know, the effort to create another game and test it out and everything like that, even if it's just sort of a stripped down version, you know, seems unsustainable. Um, but, you know, who knows? Uh, but maybe there are some things like hit locations and stuff like that. You could strip out some. Um, but hit locations are so central to the game. Don't know. I think one last thing, and this certainly isn't a commandment, um, but I really wonder if you would like to actually either run or play in a RuneQuest game to really get the feel of it. I mean, as you kind of said, your series turned in a little bit more of a product review as opposed to sort of uh, intro to the system for yourself. And there obviously it's a mixture in there, but wondering if you want to actually try that if that's still part of your plans. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Hi Baz, Rob from Canada here. Thanks for the insightful comments about RuneQuest. Um, like you, I'm new to the game, though I've been aware of it for 40 years. I think you're you're bang on with your comments about the sparse starter set. Uh, there's a lot to like about it in terms of the production values, the setting, and the sheer amount of stuff you get. But I also agree about the pain points. Uh, the system it's fiddly, it's overwrought, and it's far from newbie friendly. And the presentation is, is very bloated and wordy and difficult to reference at the table. Uh, I think you're also bang on with the reasons why it has these faults. Um, like a lot of RPG products, the newest edition of RuneQuest serves too many masters, uh, not only Gronyards and newbies, but people who buy RPG books to play at the table versus those who buy them to read and don't really care about accessibility or usability. So this might be a good subject to address in the Smart Party podcast. Anyway, thanks and uh, keep up the great work. Hey Baz, it's Ludo. Thanks again for the fantastic deep dive into the RuneQuest starter set. I would love it if you did other limited podcasts like this, picking up a game, old or new, and giving it a fresh look like this. Given the sheer amount of games out there these days, I'm sure that even a veteran like you can find a few new things worth a few episodes and maybe take a look into those PDFs on your hard drive of shame, as Bass describes it. Um, and if not, maybe you'll inspire people in your audience to pick up the mantle. <coughs> hey, Baz, it's Ludo again. Uh, as you know, your podcast gave me a lot of food for thought, and I wrote a fairly lengthy article about it on the God Learners blog. Hopefully you found that interesting, or, well, hopefully you even read it. Uh, you mentioned the idea of multiple starter sets several times in this podcast, and I think that you're simply describing a standard product line. Um, in fact, we know Chaosium is working on a Sartar box and Pavis box and Astrolia box, and Troll pack, Elf pack, and so on. So why make a series of starter sets in parallel? It seems a bit redundant to me. If anything, I'd rather they just make the starter set better, one entry point, and then people can pick the material for areas and activities they're interested in, and they don't get duplicated content. 
I think it scratches a similar itch and it's possibly more realistic production-wise. So, I mean, that's my take. Hi, Baz. Neil here. Interesting to hear your thoughts on the RuneQuest starter set and the summing up of it. Uh, I think it reflects pretty much how I feel. And I think after thinking about it, what I really want is a definitive Glorantha source book with, you know, nice coffee table edition with maps and illustrations and history of, of the place and uh, some short stories and fiction set in it and um, all the, the encyclopedic bits for reference um and that's not what we've got in this so i think that's probably what's missing but so if uh, if chaosium bring that out then uh, sign me up i'll buy it hi it's neil again and well what do you know i went googling and there is a glorantha source book and it looks really good so i'm off to get that thanks chaosium you anticipated my needs Hi Baz, it's all painting seventy one here, otherwise known as Joe. Um, listen to your latest uh, episode; uh, really interesting. Um, on hit locations uh, in a starter set, I don't. Th- I think there is there is uh, certainly um, a way to to streamline the game for um, a new audience. But uh, taking hit locations out, I think would be a mistake. It's such a a characteristic of RuneQuest. It's one of the sort of, for me at least, one of the key elements of the RuneQuest experience and the and the 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 drama that the the combat game gives you. Hi, Baz. Oh, painting seventy one here again. Yeah, uh, hit locations. So I came to the game probably I don't know about ten or eleven. I was probably playing my first games of RuneQuest, and. Uh, the distinction and the, the the that hit locations and the combat system gave to RuneQuest was a massive draw for for us kids when we were when we were um, gaming um, and uh, and a, and a, and a reason to pick over um, Dungeons and Dragons at the time as well. Um, so I think yeah, getting rid of something as as key as an element of the combat system as hit locations would be. Yeah, wouldn't be um a, 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 the right thing to do for RuneQuest in a starter set. Having said that, <laughs> hi Baz, it's all painting seventy one here again. Yeah, to finish off what I was saying, um, hit locations. I, I yeah, I think there is there is um uh, there's definitely um a, um an opportunity to streamline the rules a bit more than they are in the starter set. Um. Uh, where you where you talked about um, the attack and parry results, um, I think there's an opportunity there where you could streamline, um, and also as they've done in the solo adventure in the starter set, they've um, the streamlined the uh, the damage um, thresholds and effects to the various hit locations um, much more so than you have in the full rules. Um, so there's already there's already a sort of a streamlining presented there. Hi Baz, all painting seventy one here again. Um, just to uh, talk about, you mentioned um, cults. Either you you use them more in the game, or or you push them further into the background. Um, I'd just like to bring up the point about um, characters. Um, 
in D&D terms, the cults uh, really are like the class classes in uh, D&D. They, they give the character um, and abilities to the, the PCs. So um, perhaps, perhaps because the starter set hasn't got that character generation in there, that, that's a point that you've not picked up on as much. It's actually quite a, an important part of, of um, RuneQuest um, character development. Hi Baz, it's All Painting Seventy One here again. Uh, I promise I'm not trying to start up my own show. Um, yeah, um, I wanted to talk about your uh, idea about um, uh, really focused starter sets, so sort of regionally focused starter sets. Um, I think that's a great idea. Um, the only thing I'd be wary of if you're, you know, presenting a, a pared down set of rules for each of these starter sets is that are you are you starting to produce two different games are you having like the basic D&D and advanced D&D thing going on here um by presenting um you know a, a significant line of runequest in a very pared down format um you know it's what what do you want runequest to be <coughs> hi uh baz all painting 71 here again just to finish off on the um regional kind of starter sets uh, i think you know starter sets are a great idea i, I really like starter sets um they, sh- they should be a, an easy easy way into RuneQuest, and there's there's definitely um definitely a place for more starter sets um in the future for RuneQuest. i think um i've personally really enjoyed the the new starter set uh but i, I really enjoyed listening to your discourse about um who who it was aimed at i think that was really interesting um, and I had to come to the same conclusion that perhaps, yeah, perhaps it isn't aimed at a complete newbie to role playing, but certainly a sort of intermediate level. Hey, Baz, Evan from Exploring Glorantha. First, I want to express my appreciation for this entire series. Uh, it's been very valuable uh, and I think has spurred a lot of very interesting discussion. You raise a lot of valid points. And yet I have to call and tell you just how wrong you are. Um, and uh, I'll probably leave a couple of messages here. First of all, um, I understand your analysis of what you would do uh, in a starter box. Um, but that's not really a starter box for RuneQuest that you're proposing. Uh, you're proposing creating an entirely different game um, and making a starter box for that. And that might be exciting for Glorantha, but I mean, RuneQuest is what it is. And so I think we have to talk in those terms. Hi, Bass. Uh, Evan again here. Uh, to continue on with my thought, uh, while I think there are some very clever ideas in, in the multiple starter boxes and and going to different parts of Glorantha with them. Uh, I don't think that's the direction that the the game is uh, being taken uh, by Chaosium. And so uh, realistically, I think we have to look at other uh, approaches. We have the starter box that we have. Uh, I thought that it was excellent. Uh, it is an introduction to the RuneQuest engine. Uh, which does have deep, you know, old school roots, and um, 
and it has always been uh, a game that is more niche. Uh, but I think that uh, if we accept those uh, limitations, that we still have an excellent product here. <coughs> hey, Bass. It's Evan again. Uh, RuneQuest, uh, despite its, uh, its age um, and uh, this version not having as many uh, updates that, as you think that uh, perhaps it would benefit from, uh, I think that um, it has a great strength. And uh, I think you'd see that if you uh, did some more experimentation and running and playing it. Uh, now, maybe that doesn't feel authentic because you don't feel that motivated to, to do it after uh, your deep dive into the starter box. But I think uh, that you owe it to yourself and owe it to our, the listening audience to, to, uh, to try some actual play and uh, see what it's about. <coughs> Hi, Bath. It's Evan one more time. Uh, I think one flaw uh, in your uh, review is that you limited yourself to the product in the box itself, which from uh, an old school sense makes sense. But uh, it's actually been produced uh, in the 21st century where there is an internet ecosystem uh, to support that and officially put forward by the company. Um, and uh, more support uh, is coming. And so I think it has to be evaluated in that context, the fact that uh, it was produced knowing that there was an ecosystem of you know, YouTube videos and uh, additional downloadable content. Uh, uh, Non-human pregens are coming. And so I think you have to evaluate it in that context. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, thank you very much, Evan, and all of the other callers, both for this final episode, and it is the final episode, and for anybody else who's called in to any of the previous ones as well. Um, it's been an amazing journey, and I'm really, really glad I did it. And one of the massive, massive surprises for me has been the sheer amount of positivity and content from, from you guys who've commented, uh, dialed in, liked a Twitter post, shared the episodes. Um, it's been really, really lovely. And so the whole thing is dedicated to you guys. Um, the whole of this episode is pretty much spoken by you guys. And I guess it just goes to show what a great community RuneQuest has around it. I'm sure we'll be back to Glorantha and RuneQuest, bearing in mind that they are apparently separate things at some time. But for now, I think that's about it for RuneQuest Year Zero. Who knows what we'll bring us next time. Thanks again, everybody. Bye.